he said it because of his wet blanket energy. <laughs> Unhinged. Hello and welcome to She's All Batch. I'm Stephanie. And I'm Jackie. And we don't care if you're here for the right reasons because we are just happy that you're here. Exactly. So come join us as we talk shit about our favorite show. All right, right. guys. Let's create. No, you can say it. Say it. It's Stephanie's turn to say let's create. (laughs) Oh my God, I've never done it. Do I I do it? Well, there was... Because what was it last week or the week before? I added a closing and I had to say both of our lines. So now it's your turn to say my line. Okay. All right, guys. Let's creep. Ooh, it didn't feel like. The crowd goes wild. It didn't feel natural. I think that line needs to stay with you. Um, Okay. Sorry about that. So grocery store Joe and Serena are officially married. They had their gorgeous wedding. I mean, it was like the royal wedding. They looked so beautiful. And obviously, like, a lot of Bachelor Nation people were there. What I really did like was Joe posted a clip of his vows, part of his vows, to Serena. Mm -hmm. And we'll talk about it, but let's play what he said first. He makes a little joke in the vows. I remember walking down to the beaches of paradise very pessimistic. I even told myself, just leave this place single. But as soon as I hit the sand, I was a nervous wreck. I started losing it. I was anxious, straight panic. And then, there you were. Brown eyes, beautiful smile, curly hair. I took a deep breath. I walked over to you and said, Walls, I'm so happy you're here. (laughs) (laughs) That That was good. Dear Serena. Oh, it's about me now. (laughs) Dear Serena, I promise the rest of my vows are solely for you. I feel like listening to that just now, I was like, oh, that was a cute, cheeky little moment. I feel like when I first listened to it, though, I was kind of like, I don't think I like when people make jokes in their vows. I feel like that's the one time where it's time to be serious. Mm. Whereas, like, when people give speeches, that's where I expect all these, like, cheesy little jokes like that. Mm-hmm. Where I'm like, the vows are supposed to be, like, so sacred. Yeah, no, yeah. I get it. And that's why I'm just kind of like, the time for that joke is, like, when you give, like, a little speech or when the best man gives a speech about something. Right. Whereas, like, right. the vows are, like, when you're supposed to be confessing your heart. But I also, like, what do I know? I, I don't know. No, he's honestly just such a little sweet angel face and his little smile as he's saying it. Like, and he was so excited that the joke landed and people mm-hmm. laughed. Serena rolls her eyes up at the altar. It's a, it's a really cute video if you guys want to check it out. I had mixed feelings too. When I first watched it, I was like, oh, would I have liked this? But like, honestly, I've watched it a couple of times and it, it's cute. I mean, it's harmless. No, it's totally harmless. But yeah, but it's even the fact that like Serena's rolling her eyes and stuff and I'm I'm just like this is supposed to be the one moment where you're like taking it serious. Mhm. Well, I don't know. The- Did you write your own vows with your husband when you guys got married? Yes, but we didn't honestly I wish we did like what he did, like more of a story and and mm-hmm. our individual vows. We wrote vows and we both said the same thing. Oh. Which like looking back, I would have done it differently. Also though, at my wedding, you know there was like a low-key rose ceremony. <laughs> Wait, no, I didn't know I don't that. think people know this. I mean, not a real rose ceremony, guys. But um, so at the end, we're married, and our my brother-in-law married us. And mm-hmm. he's like, right before we kiss, he goes to the mic, and he's like, Russell, this is the final rose tonight when you're Wait, ready. Wait, that's so funny. Wait, I I'll try that. to find that clip. People were cracking up. So we kind of had like a funny moment there, too. It wasn't at anyone's expense. But then he, Russell turns around and there was a like a tray with a rose on it. And then he said, will you accept this rose? And I was Aww, like, yeah. Wait, that's like, so cute. It I was love really that, like, cute. Bachelor has been such a part of your personality for so long that it's even like incorporated into your wedding. No, I love it. It's so good. No, I honestly, it. it is fucking funny. If you would tell me, because this was 2015 that I got married. If you told me mm-hmm. then like, hey, in how long? Eight years? You're mm-hmm. going to have a Bachelor podcast. Yeah. But it's been such an important part of like you and who you are for such a long time that it even was like, no, we need to incorporate this into the wedding in some way. But that feels like the time to make a little joke. And you're bringing up the point of like not at anyone's expense, whereas like this felt a little bit at Serena's expense in that like 
when someone's saying their vows to you, it's supposed to be all about you and how much like you mean to them and what they've done for you and blah. Mm -hmm. So it's just like a little bit taking away from that, I felt. Mm -hmm. Granted, I didn't hear the rest of the vows. I'm sure he had a lot of beautiful ones after that. Totally. And like in his defense, so the rest of the clip, he says, uh, Serena, I promise for the rest of the, the vows, these are all for you. And then she like looks at the crowd and she's like, oh, finally, it's about me. Like she makes some kind of comment like that. So I think she's yeah. kind of like rolling with the punches. I think it may be a case of like she's marrying like a jokester. She's marrying like the funny guy at the bar. Like he is like that funny, charismatic guy. And it's probably just like natural for him yeah. to make a joke like that. I feel like this couple's growing on me. Oh, yes, because you know them personally. <laughs> I do know them personally. And I don't know. I, they seem really happy. Like, the, all the videos I saw and the photos, like, they do make a really nice couple. And you know what's so funny? Our very first episode of She's All Batch, we talk about how Kendall and Joe unfollowed each other. And <gasps> they were, like, finally separated. Yeah. And, like, Joe and Serena were engaged. But at that point, you never know what's really going to happen with couples when they totally. first get engaged. And we were just talking about, like, oh, like, what do you think? Like, full circle I did here. not have a lot of faith in them, honestly. And it was especially because of the age difference, too. I just thought they were in such different phases of life. Mm-hmm. But clearly not. Clearly it works for them. Yeah. And I love, like, their whole wedding is, like, black and white, kind of Chris mm. Jenner house-esque. Like, she walked down right. the aisle, and it was um black and white checkered. Love it. Like, Chris Jenner's wedding. Not her wedding, but, like, a Chris Jenner-style wedding. Yeah, like the Chris Jenner foyer house where mm-hmm. her tiles are like that. Yeah. Speaking of weddings that, like, we never talked about Hannah G and Dylan's wedding. Beautiful wedding. Oh, my God. Beautiful wedding. Like, and they, they did something really smart that I thought was cool. I think they told their guests to stick to a color scheme. And I really think that made all the difference in, like, the whole thing just looking so classy and put together. It was muted tones, right? Or something like that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, everyone was either in, like, yeah, beige, black, or, yeah, something of that nature. I mean, I'm the person that wears, like, fuchsia no, you love to colors, a wedding. Yeah. So I would never, like, I would not be able to blend in there. But, yeah, no, really cute. I did notice in the photos of the people that went to the wedding, so Nick was there. Did he get guy lights? It seems like it, yeah. A little sun in in the hair. I love it. I actually saw a group photo of a bunch of bachelor people, and he's right in the middle. And I Mm -hmm. said in my head, who is that guy? I literally didn't recognize him. Whoa. Because the hair, the hair's transformation. Maybe he's entering his dad era. I was going to say, fatherhood looks different on him. Mm -hmm. End of the summer glow. All right. Moving on. So we have couples that are getting together, uniting for life, and we have couples that may be parting ways. I'm saying maybe. I think that's very nice. Mm-hmm. The fact that Danielle has scrubbed her Instagram account of Michael is pretty much all but confirming that yes. things aren't looking great. All I'll say about this, guys, is we ask Michael about this when we interview him in our episode from a few weeks ago. He doesn't really – we say, are you and Danielle together? And he says a whole lot of words that do not confirm or deny whether they're together or not. That's all I'll say. It it raised a flag to me in my brain where I'm like, okay, so yes or no? Which one is it? If the answer is not yes, then in my opinion, it's no. But we don't know. And did you see the not skinny, not fat Instagram thing? So not skinny, not fat on Instagram. She apparently shared a photo from Michael's feed on her feed and said like – Something about, like, oh, I love this Bachelor Nation couple. Like, I hope they work things out. And then her story disappeared because apparently Michael deleted – if you delete something off your feed and sh- someone shared a story of it, the story will disappear. And her story disappeared. Oh. So then she wrote – she made another story and said, like, oh, this is, like, happening in real time. Like, he must have deleted that photo, like, now. And this was, like, yesterday. Interesting. I mean, I think do whatever makes you comfortable. If seeing someone on your feed is bringing you negativity, like, sure, delete the photos. But it seems to be, like, a staple move in Bachelor Nation that, like, before you announce your breakup, you have to delete some photos. And I just, like, I don't really get why or, like, where this – who did this first that we all have to follow suit? Yeah, I think it's one of those things, though, that, like, by the time we get confirmation of the breakup and hear about it, it has been a thing for – weeks and weeks and weeks. You know what I mean? Like you break up, you figure out like, oh shit, is this for real? Like, is, are we going to get back together? Like before you announce it publicly and really have a formal statement, it's clearly something that's been happening with you personally for a while. And you probably already told friends and family you've gone through, Mm -hmm. you've deleted a thing. So that's why I think that's the order in which we receive the information is because like 
so their friends and family, they had already been broken up probably for a few weeks. And then they finally say, all right, should we tell People Magazine that it's it's for real? And then they're that's mm-hmm. like the last step when you finally know versus all the other things internally and with your close friends and family that go on when you break up with someone. It's like a normal person's version of like a Facebook relationship status. Do yeah. you remember when you would change your Facebook relationship mm-hmm. status and it would come up on people's news feeds? Like yes. if you changed your status, it would like be – people would get notifications about it. And I'm like, dude, I don't want someone to know that oh, I just like broke like up with this guy. it was like a slap in the face. Uh-huh. Like – there was a time, like, my – I guess this was my high school into, like, early college boyfriend or whatever. And we had a relationship where we break up, get back together, break up, get back together, whatever. We had broken up. And I think that eventually got back together, like, two days ago. But someone changed their status. And I – so many people liked it that, that we had broken <laughs> up. And I'm like, fuck you guys. <laughs> like – it was so mean. Wait, did you not get back together after that? No, I think we did a few days after or yeah. That's so At some fucking point, we, weird. yeah, it was not like the when we finally broke up for good, good, good. But yeah, there was some situation we broke up. And I just remember seeing like also too, it was like so many like girls he was friends with liking <gasps> that we had broken up. And I'm like, literally fuck all of you. You are not girls, girls. What? I know. That's fucking crazy. That's hilarious. The fact that there was ever a time that you can like a breakup. Right. The fact that all these people could have an opinion and comment on it. And it could either be like people are like, yes, finally. Or they could be like, no, I'm heartbroken. But everyone would chime in and put their two cents in. It was crazy. But now, like, I think when you and when there's a Facebook status, like announcement, like, oh, they got together, I think it still shows up on Facebook. But when you break up, there's no more like there must be an option where you can like delete it to not notify. But that's why I think nowadays people just don't update that ever. Like I've been many a relationship where I just don't do that anymore. (laughs) But in high school and in college, it was like so important to like, oh, for sure. No, I had a boyfriend that we broke up and it was like. Kind of like what you're saying, like in that weird phase after where you don't know if you want to mm-hmm. tell people or you're just like sad and you don't want to yeah. tell people. And I remember asking him, I'm like, can we just um, hide our fa- our status? Like mm-hmm. w- basically don't break up with me on Facebook. Just let's hide it. Yeah. We are broken up. But I didn't want it to be like – I was so nervous that it was yeah. going to get blasted to everyone. Right. So like I can understand not wanting to like share this news until you're ready. I guess the issue – not issue, but like – I guess I'm kind of confused about the purging someone from your feed and why that is necessary. Like, why you don't? Why are you racing what it was? Well, that's. I think it depends on the relationship. Like, I, I get why people would want to. Like, if it was like really toxic and really bad, then yeah, I think you'd want to. Or if you're just really sad about it. But I've also then had relationships where, like, I don't know, we just grew apart. It's fine. We broke up. And I've never deleted those photos from my Instagram. Like they, they're just, yeah. if you do a deep dive down, they're there. It was part of my life at one point. I wonder if it's different though, if you're like a public person. I don't know. Maybe. But can't people just break up and like leave the photos and just say that was my past? Right. And now I'm, I'm not with him anymore. Yeah, I guess it's different for everyone. I think it's mm. just maybe they don't want to see it. Like it makes them yeah. sad. Yeah, probably. Okay. Well, I mean, we wish them all the best, and yeah. maybe they'll find a way to work things out. Well, maybe they didn't fully delete. Maybe they just archived the photos so that you can put them back if something happens good. Is that, like, really what you can do with archiving? Yeah, that's what archiving is. It's, like, it, it's removed from your profile, but if you want to put it back, you could put it back. Mm, okay. It'd be Whereas, like, deleting just, like, is, like, delete. Like, it's gone and right. you can't. Right. Because wasn't there a thing where, like – Hannah Brown and Tyler Cameron had some photos or something together, and then at one point they were archived, and then they came back at some point. Ooh. I don't know. I don't remember. I don't remember either, but that's a thing. Anyway. Yeah. All right. Well, I mean, as always, guys, just, like, leave everyone alone and don't harass them. They'll announce the status of their relationship whenever they feel comfortable. Moving on. So Ben Higgins, Fatsva, went on Jason Tardick's podcast, and they talked about all kinds of things, specifically talked about... Ben Higgins' bachelor salary, which I was actually surprised that he reveals. Yeah. Let's play the clip, and then we will dissect. And then the contract came. And so that was the first time I'd really seen the contract to being the bachelor. And I did at that point hire an attorney, but I didn't hire an agent. I didn't have any representation. So I was negotiating on my behalf, but having it checked and balanced through an attorney to make sure that I guess I was signing away my rights. But I negotiated on my own behalf. Okay, 
let me guess. I think you've talked about this before. Maybe you haven't, mm-hmm. but 50,000 to be the bachelor. Yeah. Around there. I think you've talked about it before. Yeah, Maybe. I, yeah, I don't know if I've ever publicly said exactly the amount, oh, okay. but I'm all for doing it. I was actually, I, I figured it was going to be a question. I was trying to think back. Yeah. It was, I, I know for a fact it was near 50,000, less than 80. It was somewhere in that range. There yeah. were some perks that I think I negotiated into it. Uh, but yeah, it was world changing money for me, life changing money for me, but it yeah. was not like, it was not lifestyle changing money. So with this clip, when you, you guys are just hearing the audio of it, which sounds like perfectly seamless and whatever, but if you watch the video on YouTube, and this was the first thing that kind of like caught my eye when I was watching it that entire time, especially when Ben's talking about money, the video is very, 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 very choppy, which means like so much was edited. I don't know if it was so much, but a lot was edited out of when they're talking about the money stuff. And I just think that's, Mm. like, weird and interesting. And I didn't watch the whole rest of the podcast, but I don't know if that's just, like, the the style style of the podcast Mm. and whoever edited it is just, like, chopping away and doing all the stuff. But (laughs) that whole clip where he's saying the numbers, like, it cuts, like, four or five times. Oh, interesting. You have such an eye for that. I didn't notice that. I was just waiting for the answer. Really? Even when you're watching it, you don't see, like, the – Well, I didn't pay – I didn't pay attention is what I'm saying. I was just waiting for him to say – uh, what what the salary yeah. was. I mean, I think Jason's prediction is pretty shocking considering we know that Jason was offered 100000 in his contract. Right. So why is he predicting that Ben was paid 50000 I think actually 50000 is pretty freaking low I for agree. a lead. And Ben was the choice that season. Mm-hmm. It's not like there was like a ton of other competition. Like everyone wanted Ben. Yeah, I'm trying to think how many years was in between when Ben was being offered that and – Jason's offers like not many maybe like four years in between I'm so bad at the chronological order so Ben chose Lauren who came after Ben Jojo Jojo obviously okay and then Nick because no one came from Jojo Mm -hmm. season then Rachel Lindsay then Rachel Lindsay then Ari yeah, Ari, Becca Kufrin. Becca Kufrin, Colton. Colton. Oh, so Colton. And that's then. Yeah. Okay. So it's only so like, like a couple that's... years in between. I don't know. And a lot can change in a couple years. I mean, it's crazy that it literally doubled. No, I'm just trying to think from like like from an inflation standpoint. It's like obviously $50,000 10 years ago is very different than now. But th- there's only like a couple years in between those things that, that that's a very vast different amount of money to be offering someone like Ben who – I would argue was the lead when the show was way more in its prime and probably was bringing in a lot more money than like that's Colton season. Totally. Yeah. So that's, oh no, I think I think Colton was prime. I really? think Colton had around. Yeah. I, I feel like everyone kind of feels yeah, that way. Yeah, because like, those people really have like the followings. Even yeah. people who were just like random contestants on like Ari season or Colton season's girls got a lot. Mm-hmm. Like there's a lot of girls in the two million club from that season. Yeah. So I guess you're right. And I feel like they've been trying to go back and capture that magic. And mm-hmm. I don't know if they can. No. I'm, they can't. I'm losing hope. Well, the landscape's so different. Like, they were right on the cusp of, like, people going into it knowing you could make a lot of money from this show. Mm-hmm. But also the seasons themselves were really good. Like, the yeah. whole – remember the fence jump? And remember mm-hmm. just, like, the hype around, like, why did he jump the fence? What the hell is going on? They promoted it every single week, but they actually delivered on it. It wasn't yeah. like he jumped the fence because it was part of a group date, you know? Like, which is right, something they right. do now. Like, he jumped the fence because he really tried to escape. That was all real. Right. Or remember Barb's, don't let her go. And we yeah. would see crying Barb for, like, weeks and weeks and weeks before before the finale. Mm-hmm. Bring her home yeah. to us. Uh, simpler times. Wow. Have you seen The Ultimatum? Yeah. yeah. I saw season one of it. Not the new one. Season two is on Netflix and mm-hmm. I just finished it yesterday. Okay. And I feel like they were taking a little page out of ABC's book and I'm not happy with it because I feel In like Netflix way? is done. I mean, they show a promo and this isn't a spoiler. I'm not going to say who this is. I'm going to do my best to word it so that you guys don't worry. I'm not going to spoil anything. But like, Someone says, you know, like, I don't think I can move forward with you. Yeah. And then, like, they sh- that's what they show on the promo. So it looks like they break up. And then he goes, in real time, I don't know if I can move forward with you, but you're the only one that I want to do this life with. So will you marry me? And I'm like, what? Like, just, like, the bullshit. And every single proposal was, like, started making it look like they were going to break up. And then they got engaged. And I'm like, 
this is lame. We don't have to do this. Like, stop. Right. It was very ABC. And I feel like Netflix is better than that. I agree. Also, like, what do you think of the show, The Ultimatum? I only watched season one and clearly did not go back for season two. Well, it's new season two, I think. Fairly new. No, I know. But I'm like, I'm kind of like over the show. I don't think I need to watch it again. All the couples in season one. Did you watch season one? They were just like so toxic and like i feel like none of them should like if you have to go on a show called the ultimatum like none yeah. of you should get married what what are we doing here literally my husband said before the finale he goes how many of these do you actually think should be together and i'm like literally none like none literally none like you're, you're like oh my significant other doesn't want to marry me so i'm gonna go on a reality tv show to like date someone else and make them jealous so that hopefully then they get tricked into doing so Like, in an ultimatum. Like, marriages should not start with an ultimatum. It's just such a crazy show. It was entertaining, though, I will say. No, it's super entertaining, and I love a good train wreck. I know. I I love Toxic on TV, for sure. Sure. And what's her name? Jessica Lachey. Not Jessica. Oh, Oh, my God. Vanessa Lachey was like, and obviously, I gave Nick an ultimatum, and look where we are. I wouldn't admit that out loud. (laughs) That's the case. Like, oh, no. I know. But yeah, I mean, I think season two was good. I think season one was actually better. Oh, interesting. And I just, the moments that I'm talking about that stood out to me that were so ABC-esque, I was like, oh, guys, we're on a different level. You don't need Mm -hmm. to lie. Don't lie. Right. You think there's enough toxicity in that show that, like, the drama's there. You don't need to trick us. Totally. Yeah. Um, All right. Well, oh, well, we were talking about Ben Higgins' salary. Yeah, I guess to sum up, I do think that's, like, criminally low- for someone who's like the lead of this show in its prime when it's bringing in millions of dollars. I mean, mm. I even think 100K is low relative to so the value I. that they're providing to ABC and the amount of money everyone else is going to make off of them being the lead of the show. Totally. And never forget when Blake Horseman was like acknowledging how low that is, but he's like, and you can't negotiate because they'll just right. say, I'll get someone else. What yeah. I think is interesting is that Caitlin Bristow, who Ben came from, Ben came from Caitlin's season. She made what? Remember we talked about it in Fats Fest, like ninety to one hundred and ten. Okay. Remember Jason admitted it, or like we covered it. Oh yeah, it. that's right. Yeah. So it's odd that like from that season she made like ninety ish. Yeah. And Ben but made so much lower. Why? I don't know. Well, but don't they always say it's? They try to make it proportional to like what you would make in the real world. I think ABC tries to get away with getting as little money out of people. And if mm. I think Caitlin had an entertainment lawyer and Ben said that he didn't have like an agent negotiating. Right. So maybe that's the difference. Yeah, maybe. Like she had someone like arguing for her and he negotiated on his own. So, yeah. I mean, I think the biggest takeaway here is like get someone to negotiate for you. Negotiate, negotiate, negotiate. Well... Moving on. I always have my nails done. The other day, though, so, like, my nails were breaking, chipping, looked horrible, but I had a thing the next day that I had to go to a party, and I really wanted to have nice nails. So what I did is I took the Olive and June nail remover with the acetone, soaked them off myself, and then just did their press-on nails, and they looked beautiful. I got so many compliments at the party, and the ones I used were, like, um, very similar to, like, the Hailey Bieber nails, so they were just, like, a, a pearl iridescent kind of color and it was just so easy and so cheap to do then feeling like I had to like emergency SOS go to the nail salons when literally I can just glue on olive and June nails for a fraction of that price and I'm telling you guys they actually stay those nails lasted me like a full week after I put them on they have these manicure systems and they have everything you need for salon quality manicure in one box including their award-winning cuticle serum visit oliveandjune.com slash she's all batch and that'll get you 20% off your first olive and June system that's o-l-i-v-e-a-n-d-j-u-n-e.com slash she's all batch s-h-e-s-a-l-l-b-a-c-h for 20% off your first Olive and June system. Before we get into Bachelor Encounters, I need to tell you how freaking comfortable I am right now. I am wearing the Honey Love crossover bra and just like loving life. Honey Love has revolutionized the bra game. What I love is that this Honey Love crossover bra has a lift and it doesn't have underwire so that I don't have that uncomfortable underwire poking at me all day. It is made with fabric that's so soft, it feels like a second skin. So I I mean, when I'm home or running errands or doing my mom thing, you will find me in this bra. No, totally. I always say this. I feel like it is sports bra quality, like comfort without like a sports bra look. It looks like 
a nice good bra that you would wear under a real outfit with great lift and for a limited time only, guys, you can get Honey Love on sale. You can get 20% off your entire order with our exclusive link. So check out honeylove.com slash she's all batch 20. You guys know we're big fans of Honey Love. We love their shapewear. We love their bodysuits. We love their bras. Definitely go to the website. Just check out and see what they have to offer because I'm sure you will find something you like. Treat yourself to the best shapewear on the market and save 20% off at honeylove.com slash she's all batch 20. Make sure to use our exclusive link to get 20% off. That's honeylove.com slash she's all batch 20. Cinched, snatched, and lifted. It's hot girl season. Thanks to Honey Love. All right, we're going to kick off Bachelor Encounters. That's when you guys submit your stories of meeting Bachelor Nation in the wild. We read about those stories on air, and I like it. I think it's a good time. Yeah, I think it's a good time, too. All right. Well, this first one's about the new bride, Serena. Ooh. This person writes, okay, I feel like it's been long enough that I could submit this, and she won't remember who I am. Oh, no. <laughs> and end of last summer, I was walking just south of Soho, and I turned the corner and quite literally almost collided with Joe and Serena, who were turning the corner at the same time. Serena and I immediately made eye contact, and her entire expression was like, please do not acknowledge me, just not friendly at all. Like, I could tell she knew that I knew who she was, but she didn't smile or anything. Just looked down, and they kept walking. Also, it was like 100 degrees out, and Joe was wearing a baseball hat, and I remember thinking, wow, that was bad vibes, and how aren't you dying of heat stroke? I was walking with my friend who's never seen a single second of The Bachelor, so she had no clue what just happened. Anyway, kind of a lame encounter since it was just passing, but even for New York, it was very unfriendly vibes. Interesting. I would be moody in the heat of New York City, though, too. And, like, imagine, though, if you're, like, hot, sweaty, walking around New York City, like, you probably don't want people to notice you. It's not a great circumstance. You just don't know people's circumstances. Like they could have been Mm. running late or they could have been whatever is going on in their day. So yeah. I'm like, what if she has a stomach ache? And like, she looked at you and she didn't want to smile because her stomach hurt. Yeah. This is like not the same thing at all, but one of my biggest pet peeves, I have a very cute dog and sometimes I'm walking Holly and people come up to her and they want to pet her and say hi or whatever. And that's Mm -hmm. great. And I let them and it's fine. But sometimes I'm just like in such a rush and I'm just trying to like get in and out with her. Like she's being fussy and she's, she just needs to like pee and we need to go back inside. And people Mm -hmm. will, without like asking me, be like making noises, distracting her, like trying to go up and pet her. And it's just like, excuse me, you don't know like where I need to be right now. So stop distracting my dog and just let me like let her pee in peace and maybe that's how serena was feeling of just like we are so late for this thing like we gotta go and so she's like she sees you recognizing her and she's like oh if this becomes a thing like this is gonna delay us now 15 20 more minutes so i don't know i get it unfortunate i met them once they were polite and really kind (laughs) so yes we know jackie that you met them i know but like i'm just saying Oh, yeah, and they're nice to them, and they were gracious. And, like, I guess, like, in that setting, they were working, so they knew they had to be on. Imagine feeling like you had to be on all the time. Right, exactly. That's a lot. Not defending anyone here. I'm just saying, like, I'm sure if you... If you ran into me in during a heat wave mm-hmm. in New York City, I would be a bitch too. Okay, this next one's about Sean Booth. Hey girls, I'm not sure if you would call this an encounter, but back in 2017, Sean Booth came to my town to compete in the Ironman. I followed Caitlin on Instagram and was basically stalking her account, trying to run into them while they were here. No luck. I decided to enter Sean's name into the official race tracker to catch him at the finish line. I made it just in time to see him entering the final stretch of the race. Super bummed not to meet Caitlin, but a few of my friends met her and said she was super nice and grateful to meet fans. Love your podcast. I look forward to it each week. Thank you. Oh, thank you. That's awesome. I love like the dedication to entering names into... I didn't even know this was a thing, like a race tracker. I feel like someone said that the other week about a marathon, that you can, like, find them oh, in the race. Oh, and see, like, how they're doing. Yeah. Yeah. I did know that was a thing. I've never done it. I never ran a race. But if mm. I did, I would hope people would check to see where I was running. Or your dog, Holly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Holly would run the race better than me. This next one, let's just, like, go back to our roots and have a bachelor encounter about Ashley and Jared's coffee shop. Oh my God. Where it all started. That is where it all started. Never forget. My friends and I went on a girls trip. We voted on which city to go to and I chose Newport, Rhode Island, specifically to check out Audrey's Coffee House, hoping we'd spot Jared or Ashley. We went on a Friday and Jared was there. I ordered a blueberry muffin while we tried to play it cool. Jared went to the back and eventually we asked one of the staff members if she'd asked Jared if he'd mind taking a photo with us. She said, I knew it. A few minutes later, Jared came to our table. 
I heard he and Ashley are the nicest people, but wow, is he nice. He told us they were doing trivia night, but we sadly couldn't go. So he got his computer and did a mini trivia with us. I couldn't believe it. We got a photo. The blueberry muffin was spectacular and I was thrilled that we got to meet him. I mean, really cool that he, like they couldn't make trivia night. So he got his, I guess like the trivia is on his computer and like he played the little trivia game with him. That's what I gathered from that. Also crazy to think though, like they're going to the coffee shop. They asked Jared to come out from the back. It's kind of like, I mean, he is working, so it's fair game, but like, dude, what if he's like, look, I'm just trying to make some eggs back here. Wait, isn't that exactly what we did when we went to Audrey's? We showed up and we're like, hey, is Jared here? We want to, we want to sit down with him for 15 minutes while we interview him. But he, he graciously did, which was really nice. He did. He was so sweet. And he's like, how long is this going to be? I'm like, oh, like 15 minutes. I know. We, we literally were like 10 minutes and we talked for an hour. But I mean, we're podcasting from his business and talking about his business. It's like, well, yeah, I think he appreciates like the free promotion and stuff. Also, too, I think it would have looked really, really bad on his part. It's like we show up with our microphones. We're like, hi, Jared. We really just like want to talk to you. Blah. And if he was like, no, I'm busy. It's like, OK, well, then now we're going to sit in the corner and podcast about how Jared's too busy to sit down with us. And that's not a good look. No, but he honestly, I've only ever heard. We've only ever heard really, really nice things about him and Ashley. They're just like a really sweet couple. Mm -hmm. Love them both. Yeah. And yeah, I want to go back to Audrey's. Yeah, we should. Can't believe you only got the blueberry muffin though. I mean, they have so many other great things. I know. We got the buffalo chicken dip and like the spinach artichoke dip. Remember? It was so freaking good. How did you remember that? I did not remember Because it was really good dip. Like, I I remember a good dip stands out. Yeah, we did Mm -hmm. get mimosas. And an espresso martini, which, like, great individually, don't think is great combo. You know, like espresso martini, then mimosa right after. That's mm. probably why I threw up later. <laughs> oh, yeah. And then Jackie got sick. And then we, I got we also so couldn't go to sick. trivia night. Or it was karaoke night. It was karaoke night. Go. And I was so excited. I wanted to sing My Heart Will Go On for Dawson, Dimitri Brady, Haven. And I know, but I think to be I, honest, I don't know if that song is really like a pump the crowd up type song. Oh no, it is. The people, the people yeah. want to hear it. People love Titanic. Okay. I don't know. I guess okay. we would have found out. But mm. I got so car sick. I think it was car sick. I don't know what was going on. Me and Stephanie went to get dinner, and I threw up like four times. <laughs> We're like, oh, oh we yeah. can't go. Not from alcohol at all. Just literally, just feeling gross. Yeah. So fun fact. Good times. Great times. But Audrey's was a great experience, even though yeah, you, yeah, yeah. you puked. No, that was just car sickness. It wasn't because of the food at Audrey's. The food was amazing. Yes. All right. Well, those are all the Bachelor encounters we have for this week. If you have a story you want to submit, DM me at She's All Batch, and we will read it next week. Maybe. You'll see. Okay. So this morning, real talk, I dropped my three-year-old off at preschool for the first time, and he's going to be there from 9 to 2.30, and I'm freaking out. But I'm really excited to pick him up because I got him a little car that I'm going to give him in the car. And also, when we get home, I have a Little Spoon meal that I'm going to prepare for him that he loves. So Little Spoon is a one-stop shop for healthy and easy mealtime and snack time for your baby, toddler, and big kid. And it's delivered to your door. So my son's like obsessed with pancakes lately, so I actually uh, have for him after school, these mini pancake puffs. So they're pancake puffs with hidden veggie chicken maple sausage and roasted sweet potato. He loves this meal. So I, I'm going to have it ready and waiting for him when he comes home from school. Super convenient. Yeah. So if you guys are looking for a way to just make the whole back to school routine significantly easier for you, but without compromising your child's health and still giving them great meals, you can go to littlespoon.com slash she's all batch and enter our code she's all batch at checkout. And that will get you 30% off your first little spoon order. So definitely go check it out. If you have children, I think this would be a great thing to incorporate into your routine. So that's littlespoon.com slash she's all batch and enter our code she's all batch for 30% off at checkout. All right, guys, we have Greg Grippo here on the podcast. He doesn't need an introduction, but if you guys need one, it's he's from Katie's season, and he's also from She's All Batch podcast because we talk about it quite a bit. <laughs> exactly. Greg, <laughs> welcome to She's All Batch. How are you? I'm doing well. I'm so happy to be on. Thank hey. you. And uh, he just said that he hasn't done a pod in a really long time, but this was the one. Yeah, this is the one for me. <laughs> it's crazy that you were only on one season because, like, in my mind, I think you were on that season of Paradise, even though you he was like, well, he I mean, was it it's for like an episode, but you know, yeah, it makes sense. But yeah, yeah, I know it, it feels weird. I feel like, I mean, I, I truly, it, 
it feels so long ago at this point. It feels like just like such like another world. Cause I, I mean, what was that? That was like three years ago at this point, almost yeah. that it was filmed. It's crazy. It's crazy to yeah. go back to when we were first introduced to you. Cause I feel like that was a different Greg than we see oh, today. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So let's go back to the beginning when you first got the first impression rose on Katie's season. Mm -hmm. um, many guys called you a front runner. Who did you think was the front runner? Um, let's see. It, it was it was weird, you know, because there there were a lot of. Uh, I mean, I mean, just being in that house in general, you know. I mean, I'm walking into six foot seven Thomas, you know, mm. and I'm just like, I'm walking in, and I'm just like, damn, there are a lot of good looking dudes in here. You know, yeah. it's quite it's quite intimidating, especially like when they're like bringing you out of the hotel and bringing you to like the limo for the first time. You just like can't help but like compare yourself to everyone. Mm -hmm. So it was hard to feel confident um, in that type of environment. But <clears throat> what would I say? Um, I hated Andrew the first night. I hated him. No, yeah, I, that's I so hated crazy. Him. Wait, um, why? We're sitting next to each other, and he, we like He like introduces himself to me, and uh, like we we're talking about like our intro. He's like, "Oh, what'd you do?" And I'm like, uh, "I was like, dude, like." I'm not going to lie. Like I kind of blacked out when I got out of the limo. I was like, what about you? He's like, oh, I came in with like this like British accent. I was like, oh, are you from London? He's like, nah. And I was like, this guy sucks. <laughs> <laughs> but like the next day we hit it off. Um, and then like ever since then, it was just, you know, it, we became like best friends. But um, I thought obviously like Thomas was going to go uh, far. Um, there were a couple of people I think like that I was surprised of that got let go of like night one that I was like, oh, like these people are gonna be here for a while. Did you feel like a front runner though? What like after the first impression rose? Or before yeah, or, or just like yeah, in the house. The whole all. season. I feel the like you were the cool, guy. That's why mm -hmm. I say that because I feel like any person we've talked to from Katie season always is like it was Greg from the beginning. So I'm just curious from your perspective if you were feeling that as well. I mean, listen, it, it was hard not to feel comfortable after getting the first date after I got the first impression rose, you know, the night or two nights prior, you know, it's, it's, it's hard also not to feel insecure and like see all the other connections. Cause I'm just like, all right, like how much is this, you know, her decision that I got the first date? How much is it producer driven mm -hmm. that I got the first date? How much do they know that like I'm insecure by like the, by the interviews we've had, like how much was it like really her choice? You know, like it, every, everything was coming up to question for me. Um, and I felt like, you know, it sucked because like in certain moments, I feel like I wasn't able to really like appreciate just like what was going on, like my surroundings. You know, I feel like I was just like internally just like battling so much. And like, it, it was tough with like the cameras. I would always get so shaky and weird whenever there was a camera around, which mm -hmm. was 24 seven also. But then there was also moments, you know, Obviously, it wasn't shown where, like, we, like, had the best time in the house. And, like, they were just, like, dancing. They were singing. We were playing karaoke. I mean, it was it was so fun, honestly. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah, we didn't get to see that side. We got to see, like, you kind of had, like, a somber vibe the whole time. I know, which is such bullshit. Because, um, <laughs> like, I mean, that is... Sad boy. <laughs> it was about Greg, Greg Sadboy Grippo. I don't yeah. know if we said that or someone else no, said that. someone said it. On. Yeah, I mean, she also, I think, said that, like, I, I like, give off, like, sad puppy vibes. Like, oh, that was, that's where it stemmed from, the show. Mm -hmm. I mean, <clears throat> even all throughout college, though, I would just, like, be at, like, one of the parties, like, with, I don't know, my group of friends, and, like, people would come up to be like, are you okay? And I'd be like, yeah, I'm like, are you? Like, everything's fine. <laughs> but I think, like, I just, like, literally have, like, a face sometimes that, like, I guess I'm introverted also. And, like, when I'm around, like, my group of people and, like, I feel comfortable, mm -hmm. then, like, I'll, like, I don't know, I guess my funny side will come up or, like, my energetic side. But, like, usually, like, when I'm out or, like, I don't try to get, like, the center, be the center of attention. Like, I'm just, I'm right. usually just chilling. And, like, people take that as, like, me being sad. I'm like, no, I'm absolutely not yeah. sad. You're not sad. Yeah. You're just... <laughs> Sitting and enjoying wherever you are, just not like making a big scene. Exactly. Okay. Well, yeah. so you had a really good edit the whole season, and then things took mm -hmm. a turn with your breakup. Oh, um, yeah, yeah. I forgot about that. Yeah. What did you forget? <laughs> I'm just joking. Oh, <laughs> watching that scene back, did it air the way you felt it happened? Um, I can only honestly say so much about that. Um, there was uh, there was a lot 
that happened in that room. Um, well, you could I tell mean, us, were you surprised by how it aired? No, no. You weren't? No, I okay. wasn't. I wasn't. No. I mean, I understood. I understood, like, you know, how, why. It, it's not like, you know, like, my emotions were, like, made up. You know, that was that was me at the end of the day. Um, and, like, I had to be, like, okay with that. Um, what it, and then, like, that was the being on the show, like, no matter what, like, they can't show every single second of everything. So, like, yeah. I had to, like, accept that at the end of the day. How was the backlash for you being like someone that was the front runner the whole time? And then it, you're being painted in a different way that maybe doesn't represent. Yeah. I mean, it was, it was definitely like a scary time. Um, and I, I was, I wasn't dealing with it uh, the best just because like, I felt like I experienced like such like a high and then like, it was just like a roller coaster, Like, at one point I was like, Oh my God, like, I just feel like I was like being lifted up so much. But then I was also like, kind of scared being like, put on like a little bit of like a pedestal. Um, and then like, you know, after, you know, I have like this not proud moment. Um, it just came like crashing down. And like, I, it, it was just, it was scary, you know, just like so many people with like all the rumors, and my acting and like all this shit, just like everyone coming out being like, ah, I knew Greg was shady, blah, blah. Like, mm. it's just, I don't know. It, it just saw, it just it was tough seeing like all the videos. The I just remember like the Twitter that night. Like I, I just stayed away off my phone for like a little bit and just, I, I was pretty ashamed. I'm not gonna lie. It sucked. Did you do after the final rose after the split airs? Like what's the schedule? Um, well, it was during COVID times. So we had to film it before it aired. But we also got to watch it firsthand. Okay. Yeah. Oh, so you didn't know what people were saying yet because that happened later. Yeah, I no, I had no idea. I mean, I was just getting like firsthand what was happening, but then like I'm also like going out in like a crowd full of people and like, you know, I also hear them like booing and shit. So like I understood the reaction of like what was going on. Um, right. It, it was just like in the background, like in my hotel room, I got to like watch the oh. footage. Okay. So did the um, audience see the footage then? Yeah, yeah, they all and watched they're... it. Okay. Yeah, so like they they had to watch it because like if they didn't, then they wouldn't have had an understanding. Right, right, yeah, us, yeah, yeah. Like, okay. Stage. Yeah. So are you like, why are they boo booing me? Or are you kind of just like understood? <sighs> kind of both in a way. I mean, I felt like a little bit misunderstood, but like I also was just like, well, this is, mm -hmm. I didn't have the best reaction. And like I was like understanding it when I watched. Um. <clears throat> But then it, it, it was it was tough just because like I wanted to try to make amends like the best way I could. I was like, all right, this is my last shot to like try to, right. you know, leave off on a good note. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I think something tough. that was interesting watching that back was I was surprised by a lot of like the anger that was and hurt that was coming from Katie's perspective because when I I was watching it, I'm like, well, you're engaged to Blake. Like, why are you? It's kind of strange that you're still so hurt at greg like when you're happily engaged was her reaction surprising for you or were you like expecting that her to kind of double down on that when you guys got on the stage together um i don't know i don't know what i was expecting honestly yeah. um I, I i truly didn't know what was going to happen um it felt like it was just I, I just remember it being like just like a really scary time like i i i remember justin went out prior to me like he gave a hug to Kayla and Tasia. Then he sat down. And I was like, all right, like that's like the motion. That's like what I'm gonna have to do. Give mm -hmm. hugs to the host. I try to, I was like almost leaning in. They just didn't even stand up. They sat down and like, like stayed sat. And I was like, fuck. I was like, all right. I was like, I'm in for it right now. Um, that's weird that they wouldn't at least like greet the person that comes out. No, it was really weird. They just, sat there and like you know it, it is what it is but like it it, it was definitely like i i kind of knew what was coming for me and like after that second you know i was just like all right get ready greg and then you delivered that iconic line that you're no meryl streep <laughs> yeah of course that's like my favorite of all time that was <laughs> no, the best yeah. i still get called it all the time which i, love, I know but it, it's it's funny so okay after that though you had to be, you had to have been one of the people that were considered to be the next bachelor. 
We know Andrew was. We know Michael was. Were you uh, ever asked to be The Bachelor? Um, I mean, there was conversations, but like, I, I wasn't there. Number one choice. I wasn't there. Number one at all. I, I truly think it was uh, Michael, um, without a doubt. I think it was from everything I was hearing. That was the what was going to happen. Um, and I don't know, maybe people were making it because like then like you know it got leaked that I was when I wasn't I was like this isn't even happening like if anything like I'm telling them like I don't want to at right now like it was really um I mean hell there was a petition like thousands of signature and I was like why am I gonna do this to myself like wait to say no yeah there was like a change.org petition um and I was just like I was like I was like I can't keep doing this to myself I was like I mean, people have a strong opinion. So, like, I mean, I think that's like what's great. And that's also like what's scary about the whole bachelor world and like why I felt like I kind of just like needed to get back to like a little bit of normalcy was because of just like all the opinions. And I was taking into account, I feel like, too many people's opinions rather than just like kind of like knowing who I was, knowing, all right, I didn't have the proudest moment that doesn't define me. But like, people still like, act like it does define me and like that they know who I am or know my intentions. Like I still go out with like Andrew, like we were at this concert and like somebody like comes up to Andrew and just like, Oh, can I take a photo? And like, it happens. Like people like, like you were sometimes like want to just take a photo with him and that's totally fine. Then like there's comments like, yeah, not him. And I'm just like, fuck. like there are some people that still like are like pretty upset about it, which in their own right, they can be, but it's fine. Wait, did anyone ever come up to you at a concert and like yell at you? I get I get definitely some bad remarks here and there. Like I'm it happens. <laughs> we had a listener submit a story about how they like saw you at a concert and someone yelled at you and, and they said fuck you to you. And we're like, why? We're and like, the whole time we questioned reaction. <laughs> yeah. We're like, he's just standing there enjoying the concert. Honestly, if this is in New York, I wouldn't doubt it. I, a, a lot happened in New York um, a few months after that aired. I mean, yeah. I, I mean, I was getting I was getting a lot of love though too, but like also yeah. a lot of a lot of fuck yous on the street. <laughs> and like, I can totally relate to that because I can get like. Five hundred nice comments, but if I get one or two mean comments, I, that'll ruin my day. So I yeah. can understand that that's easy to fixate on. That's why I think I'm also like, I think more to myself, like when I'm in public, like I just, I, not that like I, my persona or like my personality is based off like other people's opinions, but I'm just like, kind of like, I think more reserved when I'm out. Cause I'm just like, all right, I really don't know what I'm going to get out here. So like, I yeah. hope that there's nobody that's going to like curse me out. Like, I'm just trying to enjoy this show. Yeah. Um, but like, it definitely like, I don't know. It definitely, I don't know. made me feel, I feel like more like reserved when I'm out. I understand. When did you notice it like take a turn? Was there like a specific thing that kind of changed for you? No, I mean, there's definitely people that I think will be mad no matter what and believe yeah. that I'm this actor or this guy that was gaslighting Katie. Um, but <clears throat> I think I think it kind of shifted after the show, honestly. Um, and I think a lot has to do with like my friendship with like Andrew and Justin. Mm. Um, and Mike and Trey I mean I think that those guys I was able to just like showcase like who I really am to people and I think like some people enjoyed that and not seeing that side of me on the show um, but I mean I, I truly give credit to like I think like my friends in it because like mm. they stuck with me through it um, they believed in who I was and I think that it's like literally like it was all there doing that people were able to see some sort of bright spot in me well, we saw your personality more. People got to mm-hmm. connect with you more. Yeah. Obviously, now you're in a great relationship that people like to follow along with. So I feel like, I don't <clears> know, <throat> the people that are still going up to someone and saying those types of things, like, are not allowed to listen to this podcast because we don't support that type of behavior. <laughs> like, or even if they did it in the beginning, too. Like, guys, no, ever. It's an like, edited show. Calm like, down. Yeah, Get alive. Yeah, it's, it's intense. Okay, it's so intense. no Bachelor. Was Paradise ever thrown around? They had to have wanted you. I'm not going to lie. No. They didn't want you or you didn't want them? Both. um, Okay. I mean, like, there was no phone call. Um, No phone call. 
Um, I'm shocked by this information. I feel like how could they not at least test the waters and see if you were interested? No, there was there wasn't any um, phone call about it. I think that it was truly just like I think like I with telling them like where I was um, after the show, like, and like that I truly needed a break from it. Like, I think that they understood that like, maybe it wasn't also the best time for me. Maybe they were just trying to give me some grace in that sense, but yeah, yeah, no, um, there was honestly no plan to that. That was what two or how many paradises that ago? Was that one paradise ago? Was that last last summer? Oh, was it? Is that it? It feels like two years ago. That Well, because you started dating, it was the ep- it was the season yeah. you didn't go on that you ended up right. dating Victoria. So last season, right? That's wild yeah, that it was only last year. Shit. I know. Interesting. It feels like so long ago. If you went on the beach, do you think you would have ended up dating Victoria on the beach? Because I would have been yeah. chatting. Yeah. You know, without right? a doubt. Without a doubt. Without a doubt. Speaking of which, do you guys want me to get her? I think. Yeah, she's- sure. Yeah. yeah. All right, well, We're actually up to our Victoria questions. So this is yeah. great. Oh, perfect. So yeah, perfect. Yeah, yeah, let me get her. Let me get her. And that's our show. And if you want to hear from Greg and Victoria together, come back next week for part two of this interview. And it's it's good. It gets really good with Victoria spicing it up. Totally. Yeah. I mean, we really lucked out that they just happened to be hanging out together. And Greg was like, hey, should I bring Victoria on? And we're like, yeah. So we literally got two interviews for the price of one. But it was so nice to be able to see them as a couple because they don't really do a lot of interviews as a couple these days, especially now that the Paradise stuff is kind of behind us so i really love chatting with them they're great part two will be next week check it out don't miss it and what other things should they do check out our patreon if you want more content check out our facebook group if you want to make some friends Mm -hmm. speaking of patreon we're going to be obviously these interviews with greg and victoria will be on our patreon but also we did a fun little game with them that's Mm -hmm. going to be just exclusive to our patreon so yeah it's like um like most, like likely, most to likely to yeah. bachelor edition and it's a video. So you actually watch them. They're just like so cute when they interact with each other. So that's going to be going up on our Patreon soon as well. Just go to patreon.com slash she's all batch and you can actually like explore the types of content and types of episodes we have before you commit to it. So just at least go mm-hmm. give it a chance. Totally. See. Yeah. Thank you to our sponsors, like moms and dads. If you want to make your after-school life easier, go to littlespoon.com slash she's all batch and get 30% off, like really convenient mealtime and snack time for your toddler, big kid, baby. It's delivered straight to your door. So like they can't make it any easier. Yes. And if you guys are looking for press-on nails that actually stay on, look beautiful, and are incredibly affordable, you can go to oliveandjune.com slash she's all batch and get 20% off your first Olive and June system, which is a kit that comes with everything you need to do an at-home manicure, which is great. And we are obsessed with Honey Love's crossover bra and all of their shapewear. I know you guys will be too when you try it. Go to honeylove.com slash she's all batch 20 and that'll get you 20% off your entire order. Make sure to use that entire link though, honeylove.com slash she's all batch two zero because that's how you're going to get the discount. All right. Is that it? I think that's it. Okay. Bye, bitches.